towel. If only I got that on on uh, mic. And that's the story of the towel. It's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We'll talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Let's move into it, everybody. Welcome to episode 139 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. This is Movie Toaster Adam from the shed covered in COVID. Dennis, how are you doing today? Uh, COVID-less and not in the shed, but I am in an apartment with a flu-ridden, well, post-flu-ridden wifey. So it cl- not too far okay. off here. Close enough. Close Fair enough. enough. Fair enough. So fun times. Fun <laughs> times here. Yeah, everyone's feeling healthy and good. Whew, you betcha. Well, it's nice to be back. It's always a pleasure to jump on board and talk about movies and TV. And I say that sounding (laughs) condescending. I don't know why. See that damn TV the kids are always talking about? It's all about the the radio plays these days. There you go. Radio operas. Fucking TV. Think Ring of the past. Oh boy. <laughs> so, um, how's it going? How, how you doing? Uh, not bad, man. I'm I'm excited to talk some flicks. I I in the the times I wasn't uh, I did I did have the opportunity to watch films. I, I did some old school stuff for this week. I was excited to check out some, oh. drawing some parallels as uh, Mrs. and I started to chip away through uh, Westworld, trying to catch up. Um, might, might have influenced some of our film watching experience this week. <laughs> what about you, man? Interesting hook. Uh, I'm all over the place. Uh, nice. With my reviews. Great, I like uh, it. A few, few from the past couple of weeks. Uh, and then, uh, you know, not even a few from the past couple of weeks. Past couple of months? I guess. Maybe, 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 give or take. (laughs) Now I'm questioning. I got like fucking tabs opened on my computer here, and I'm like, oh, that I missed. I missed one. I'm like, what? What's that? What's that missing movie here? But I can tell you, I don't have the new Jordan Peele movie because I didn't go to the movies this weekend. (laughs) Yes, nor I, unfortunately. But I am hoping by next week, uh, both of us will watch that one. So if not, then nope for us, or no nope for us. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, yeah, nope, nope. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yes for us. <laughs> yes, no. Hopefully. Damn. And not talking about <laughs> Leslie. Oh, we could. We, we could do a whole show about Nope. Could. Talking Nope. Do, do they do they have a review podcast yet? I could I could see I could see uh oh and Retta doing a good one on that. I don't oh, understand shit, how she hasn't got on that. Or at least she's uh live tweet every episode. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, um, yeah. That uh, that would be good. I would definitely listen to that. Would definitely listen to get get Ben Schwartz to roll in there once in a while. Mm. Ah, there's a bunch of great cameos you could have for yeah. cast members in that show. That, I, yeah, I'd listen to the shit out of that. Yeah, that'd be good stuff to listen to. Well, speaking of listening to Dennis, I've been doing the old Twitter game. Oh yeah, throwing polls <laughs> left and right like a like a night worker. That eh, doesn't make any sense. Uh, you, you, 
You want to hear some polls, I guess, is what I'm getting at here. Give me some polls. Polls. sick of that now nah. well dennis um last uh, episode uh, i reviewed the old thor love and thunder and at this point we've had many iterations of the uh, thor character played by uh, mr hemsworth and uh, i wanted to know which version of thor the toasties over at twitter like the most out of serious thor funny thor bro thor and sorry it's a bit of a spoiler here but father thor he joins the missionary Hmm. I feel like you've seen some of these Thors. Yeah, it's, but uh, it, I would even fathom and guess who I think the Toasties like. Because at this point, it's just, I mean, I get it's like which version of Hemsworth or, or is your favorite. I mean, Fortnite Gamer Thor was pretty awesome. I think I would have liked to party with that guy. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't exactly... I, I think I think that's 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 the uh, bro Thor. Oh, that bro Thor. Oh yeah, there you well, go. All right. That, that's yeah, when he, yeah the 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 after and the end game style yeah, Thor. Yeah. That's what the, the canon was calling him. All right. Well, there's a you, you're not wrong. There's a three way tie with that one. Oh. Father Thor, bro Thor, and serious Thor all tied for ten percent, leaving seventy percent for funny Thor. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Should have figured that's going to be America's favorite. He's hurt yep. through I mean, <laughs> he, he's not boring anymore now. He's just silly, silly Thor. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, the previous weekend at this point of your listening uh, to this podcast, there was the uh, oh, good old San Diego Comic-Con and Marvel's Woo-hoo. back with a vengeance. They told us all about the multiverse saga. That's MCU phase five and six. But I wanted to know out of the uh, movies they announced, or no, nay, the TV shows that they announced that are going to their first season on Disney Plus for Phase Five. What people were most excited about out of Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Agatha Coven of Chaos, and Daredevil: Born Again? Uh, what, what the Toasties were most excited for? Oh man, I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm most excited out of those for some fucking Daredevil. Um, I I loved the Netflix series, so I'm curious to see just how it's going to come back but i'm still kind of like not going to hold my breath because i have a feeling it's like it, it's going to turn into it's just going to kind of be charlie cox yeah you know and Which... don't think it's going to be that character coming back uh well, well the the interesting oh, thing it char- they also announced charlie cox is coming back in the prequel spider-man show spider-man freshman year when Fucking Tom Holland's not even in that, but he's coming back as Matt Murdock and Daredevil in that. So that's clearly a child show right there. But I feel like, I don't know, they, they recently just uploaded uh, the two Deadpools and Logan over to Disney+. Plus. So now they're like, we can get a little bit deadly. But I, I, I do fear that it's going to be a Daredevil through the lens of Disney+, Plus, which is a watered-down version of what we're used yes, to from Netflix. Yes. But still, I feel like Kingpin threw around some heavy hits and... His uh, return, but uh, so all right, back to the uh, the poll here, I guess, or we can talk a little bit more. I'm down to talk more about this. This, 
I, I, if I had to guess, I would think that's what some people, that's what a lot of the Toasties would be most excited for. But uh, sure. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not 100% on yeah. that one. Could be some secret. Oh, well, well, we've been waiting a time for that one. So, yeah, what you got for it? That's true. There's a two way tie for 11% oh. with Ironheart and Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Okay. okay. Makes sense. I'm not going to lie. Not super stoked with Ironheart. Like, I'm intrigued. But have you seen uh, they 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 showed like I believe there was some uh, some fucking toy fucking picture of a toy from Wakanda Forever with Ironheart looked a little goofy to me not 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 as cool Shoot. as the Iron Man looked I I, I remember I, a comic book version of Ironheart I thought she looked cool it's just kind of weird she didn't have the armor on her arms like you know it's true. Like Iron Man with no arm armor but. Um, but I guess may, maybe maybe in, in Wakanda Forever, maybe she's just, this is her prototype suit, so maybe in the show she'll have something a little more badass. And maybe, shown the Wakandans to have extensive use of, like, um, energy shields, and they have an incredible understanding of other technology that is not available to the rest of the human race, so. True. Uh, they got some tricks up their sleeve, and- for sure. And I, the thing that intrigues me the most, if I, I, I don't know too much about the character of Riri or whatever her, her real name is, uh, but didn't doesn't she have an AI system like a Jarvis that sounds like Tony Stark? My question is, do you think they bring him back for the, for the voice of that? Hmm. Do you think he would? I feel like it's a simple paycheck and he likes doing it. I don't know. RDJ? I don't I Yeah. That's an easy, I think that's an easy get. He just gets to show up for like a couple of days. You know, my guess yeah, is you don't like even need his face. three or four days where he shows up for two or three hours at most, maybe an hour, just yeah. rattle through some lines. And then, he, you know, they fucking might just being witty. Her. Yeah. Right. Uh, I could yeah. that'd be cool. I'd like that full circle kind of, kind yeah. of thing. And then, of course, in the 11 percent tie here, we get Agatha. I, I'm intrigued to see what that's going to consist of. Yeah. And Coven of Chaos, I love the title is now a little. Little intriguing. Yeah, I was about to say, is this pre or post? It's got to be pre WandaVision. If it's like her right? gathering what knowledge she does have and how she got to this position, and there has to be other witches, right? Like we've acknowledged that sure. there's. If it's a coven, other- yeah, you got to have. So let's, it'd be interesting to see what the rest of this True. world looks like. Because I, you know, it used to be magic was not really talked about, especially in this like kind of science or reality based superheroes they keep trying to give us. So that having these things mm. that have no actual basis, like they can't, you can't just point to, here's the spider, here's the, here's the gamma ray, here's the whatever, like the rest of them have. Yeah. And it's only been up until recently that they've really started to introduce the, the mutant to the MCU universe, which is weird to, I'm still like, <laughs> like that, but whatever. That's kind of the basis yeah. of the Marvel comics, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. watch it. You know, it's like, I, all right. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Sure. I mean, she she is a dynamic character and yeah, actress. She's and yeah. Why not? Han's always fantastic. So it's one of those. It's like, yeah, I I'm, stole that. I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna like yeah. be freaking out about it, chomping at the bit. You know. Sure, sure, sure. But, Nobody's uh, jumping at the nips for that. No, but, no nip jumping. Uh, and then twenty-two uh, percent over for uh, Sam Jackson over in the Secret Invasion. I'm, I, I'm intrigued. Yes, get a little, uh, After Daredevil, that it's that. my next choice for sure. Which which is intriguing to see that we're getting that, and then 
few years we'll get the Secret Wars. So that's that's nice. All these secrets, secrets in the MCU it's coming out. Yeah, can't keep them. Can't keep nope. them anymore. So that leaves fifty six percent agreeing with you with Born Again, Mister Dear Devil. Yeah. Yes. I and and they also I believe announced that. He's even going to be in the Echo show. God damn it. I, I don't like that's the least intriguing character of the MCU shows. I don't care about her. It's a, it's but I know I will a time before one of these just completely is dead on arrival. You know, I I would not be surprised. I feel like we've kind of had some of those. We, we've kind of had some of those. I don't know. Interesting. I, I, I in my opinion, I feel like somehow people didn't like Miss Marvel. They got pushed aside so, somehow i don't moon Knight at all but people loved it moon Knight was it was funny it's like moon Knight was like to me it started off as just kind of like oh this is interesting but like it's like it's cool yeah but everyone else's reaction was yeah. way bigger it was like okay i mean it was it took mm-hmm. getting to the end before i was really like i loved it um once we yeah. really started going on that journey uh mm-hmm. yeah now, for me, I think it was like so, the uh, start was fucking WandaVision. That was true. Rough. I I liked it, but I know that was a that was a that was a a dragon dragon a bit for you in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, <laughs> sticking with Phase Five here, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, they also announced some films that we already knew were coming, but I wanted to know what the Toasties were most excited about with the films in Phase Five, and I I did put all of them against one another, and these were came down to the tops nice so we got a uh, ant-man and the wasp quantum mania guardians of the galaxy volume trez uh the marvels in blade hmm i gotta be honest i was it's like it's is it bad i'm like only kind of excited for any of these like <laughs> no no and can i pause for a second i said guardians of the galaxy volume trez which is actually 13 i meant twa oh, there you go oh, piece of shit so any know. of those french cats out there shut the fuck up i i call myself a fucking that one i don't but no no so so out, out of the other movies that i were kind of more excited about here fucking where was it? Here's here's the live fucking the other one's still going, but I I did put up against one another. I put up against fucking where the fuck is it? Where the hell is it? okay? Uh, Quantum Mania, Guardians, Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I I seen people freaking out online, and I even jumped in like I like you know this uh doesn't really look exciting and people are like yeah but uh it's gonna be better than phase four and they didn't know what they're doing in phase four i'm like yeah it's gonna be the same i don't know they they were wiping the slate clean that was the most obvious thing we keep mm-hmm. we, we're restarting the series because we have a whole lot of cast members that are done playing their characters and that's what yeah I felt like we were watching happen and i think several of them mm-hmm. were well executed and they pulled it off and there's then we also got Eternals. So, um, you know, it goes yeah. every direction. Um, Thunderbolts mm-hmm. was interesting. I like this idea of it being a pseudo, little bit of Suicide Squad for the MCU. Yeah. Um, but you know, And, and we, we, we've seen and enjoyed these characters. Exactly. Although, the weird thing is, didn't uh, the cat that plays Thunderbolt, didn't he die recently? 
Yes. So it's a, that's what some of the speculation oh, would end up being. Well, that's, but, but I guess we did see the setup of fucking uh, Elaine Bennis coming in and like yes. running the show, right? She, she's, she's doing that stuff, I guess. I, yeah, I would. I mean, I'm kind of thinking that this is that's Selena where they're they're gonna that will get Myers. filled in with uh and uh shit. What's her name? Um, oh my god, uh, drawing total blank. Only one of the main cast members, of, Julia Louis Dreyfus. There you go. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be. It's it's like you think. Could it be named in after him in his honor? You know, one of those like. In I guess that makes sense. To. What was he, yeah. Major General Thunderbolt, or I forget his. I think so. One of those character title. Um, yeah, because who who do we got that we know? And that we got fucking uh, Zemo, fucking uh, Black Widow, uh, the Captain America guy. Yep, I was gonna say it fucking the... Red Hulk. Oh man, is there anyone else? Any of those other fringe kind of? It's like everyone else has kind of fallen off, or the, you know they're kind of distancing themselves. Unless they start yeah. introducing more, like um, oh, sure, one point they getting, time. you know, with, with Blade coming up, when do we start introducing that world? That's going to be a whole thing. True, uh, he kind of needs vampires yeah. to kill, right? Like there needs to be this whole underground world of uh, vampireness. But, oh, I know he's not. He's he's not getting Morbius. We're we're, we're, we're past that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. and shit. I don't know. It's kind of all over the place. I'm just like, okay, I'll see what happens next. Yeah, then I'm just, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of lackluster. That's that's right next. Like that's the next thing to happen. So I'm, yeah. I haven't been intrigued, but I don't know. That last trailer kind of intrigues me, yeah. and the fact that they're saying this is definitely gonna be a fucking, this is gonna be a half hour comedy, and it's like the others haven't been. I guess they're more drama heavy. Yeah. But. And everyone's talking shit about the CG, and it's like, guess what? It's a fucking TV show. You're never getting Jesus, cinema, yeah. cinema quality on every fucking level. And it's chill, people. Hilarious, yeah. It's like, these are some of the same people that, by the way, you folks made all of those other DC shows happen. That's all your fault. We had all of those things. Uh, what is it? Um, not Young Justice. Wasn't there yet? Uh uh, really the, tune of that. Te- the Teen Titan one and all Teen of those, Titans. Yeah, all of the fucking uh, CW DC shows, which yeah. for the same thing, you did not have a big yeah. budget. You needed to make it work within the realm of what you have. Arrow was very successful. Flash was mm-hmm. successful. Uh, Agent of Shield, Agents of Shield had its cult following for the time. I remember trying. Yeah. I had that same problem. The first major special effect thing that happened on screen, I'm like, holy God, I just got pulled out of this so violently. I don't mm. think I can continue watching this. Um, yeah. That's always been there for us. Yeah. So, calm, calm butts. Yeah. yeah. Live with it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, back to the poll here. We got <laughs> Ant-Man, Wasp, Guardians, Marvels, Blade. Uh, I, I assume if I had to guess, you'd be leaning more towards Blade or Guardians. I, I assume Blade. I don't know. It's uh, it's like the last Guardians really let me down. So I think hundred percent, hundred percent risk. It's going to be on Blade. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, th- this this one got crazy. Like people amounts of review. Like people voting. So uh, sadly, you and I are in the minority. Ten percent for Blade. Oh, damn it. Okay. 15% for the Marvels. 
No, doesn't support me. Now, now seeing Captain Marvel, I'm actually excited for, but I still Blade. I'm looking forward to more. 21% Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, mm. and somehow 54%, even on the other one, uh, ruling is Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Really? I feel like Ant Man and the Wasp is kind of like the least exciting yeah, it's the- Marvel films. <laughs> and I mean, I Not love, don't get me wrong, Paul Rudd's fantastic yeah, as the is, character, but. Film-wise, eh, nothing important. Sure, he did save the day in the fucking last two movies. Right. But... I love how that's, that's just kind of glossed over. We we love getting all this attention to Iron Man and Captain America and Thor through all of these. Yet, here's Ant-Man yeah. kind of kicking ass in a lot of pivotal points throughout the story. And we just he still just gets brushed past. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. there are the Ant-Man fans out there. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep making all this damn stuff. Um, sure, and then yeah, like you already sure. mentioned the casting is wonderful in the, those films. I I'll, I'll go see another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, so that, that brings me to the end of the polls, Dennis. End of the polls. there 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 were more, but oh, we boy. had some fun with those though. Yeah, uh, we had to pick those apart. That was fun. yeah, yeah. And uh, I I do uh, apologize back for that Thor one here. Uh, there there were some. Uh, some chatter in the uh, in the uh, fucking old DMs. On the common details, uh, what the the folks had to say about that. Yeah, yeah, let me pull that up because I feel like uh, I'd be doing uh, not be doing justice for these uh, people over here, Dennis. Uh, The the Straw World Order said, I barely ever cared about Thor as a character in comics or film until Waititi got his hands on him. Mm. And then... uh, down and wordy podcasts of the same and i'm like you know i kind of agree with you guys yeah. i didn't hate him but i didn't care him as it's, much he got him. fleshed out he's like a little more human uh giving giving a little bit yeah. of more of that comedic uh personality to him you're a little more relatable yeah and when that and when that happened he did do the most maturing somehow, yeah. which is the weirdest part. right i agree yeah yeah so I should have mentioned that earlier, no, but no. it's like I just remembered. Oh yeah, there were some good people call, that, good call. that had some comments. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good calls, where are we at with the uh, trivia? Oh. I feel like I feel like I'm on top, but I feel like you might be on top. Okay. No, 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 you are. Uh, it uh, is. We are at eighteen to seventeen, so it is. It's close, but you, you did edge out ahead last time by one question. So let's see if we can keep it just as exciting this squeaker. time. Or one of us will just fucking sweep it. I don't know. We'll have to let's you know find that. out in we still get trivia. 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 All right. Uh... <laughs> just it's <laughs> No, I'm just—I just pictured in my head, but I there's—I f- always forget where the truth. They're so twists and turns. It's like a Tim Burton <laughs> movie. There. Speaking of Tim Tim Burton, uh, I guess uh, the Wednesday Adams would show would be Tim Burton. But uh, have you have you have you watched the trailer for the Rob Zombie uh, monsters? Mo- monster uh, monsters? All trailer? I've seen I've seen the the teaser photo he posted from set. I did not. I've not watched any uh, video footage. Yeah, I'm very intrigued though. Apparently, it's yeah, it's uh, around Halloween. Yeah, yeah which is weird because I swear to God, when it started, it was supposed to be a Peacock exclusive, and oh. uh, 
now it's Netflix. Interesting. The way I was hearing it, that was like the, uh, the, the Netflix part of it was kind of a recent, might have been a recent change. Maybe mm. there was a... I know there was talk about it for a while, and they finally announced it. Interesting. Because it's coming out at the same time as Tim Burton's Wednesday show. Oh, okay. Uh, but, nah, I'd be, I'd be intrigued to see what you think about it. Like, uh, it looks like it's going to be a prequel of when... Uh, Herman and uh, fucking oh. what's her face more for the kids uh, more tissue the wrong fucking show there, yeah yeah it's right when they start dating ah. and apparently grandpa isn't happy with it that's funny okay. so it's I don't know cool it could be and it looks like it looks goofy and, and fun it, it's like yeah I get it it's this homage yeah man. and uh, but I, they they start off kind of cool they're like from the twisted mind of the director of uh, house of a thousand Cor- like they say all his gory things and they're like the monsters <laughs> and then it's just fun color bright i'm intrigued also i like that show i like watching it as a kid so i'm excited for it oh yeah yeah and it's in color not in black and white so that's a little bit of a trip that'll be interesting it was, it was, yeah. Sorry, anywho, we got... uh, I random random side note. I guess uh, I worked with a guy who he actually oh, does please. he uh, does color. He did coloring work when we were PAs uh, for this production company. Um, that's what he would do for fun. Like for fun, he hand colored a episode, the intro to the Munsters, and just had like I know he's. I think he was like supporting that on this like reel or something for a minute. He ended up working on that that Peter Jackson the World War One footage where it was all. Oh, the, the, yeah, his, yeah, he worked on some of that and he's been, I believe he's been doing that for a while now, but from doing it for fun. And that was one of his favorite shows. So I thought it's like, he's got it. So Zach, if you're listening, I we're pumped for the monsters too. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be intriguing. If Zach worked on that, that would be badass. That that can full circle. Yeah. Anywho, sorry, I delayed us from trivia. We already had the fucking <laughs> intro song, and I'm like, let's fucking sidejack this. Uh, could I? I'll start with the Horace F5, please. Ooh, look where your head's at, sir. In the day of the Triffids, what are Triffids? That's just a me filling the blank, right? Yep, there's no options. No, I have. I've asked you this yeah, question before, say, but uh, it is I don't know. I don't know the exact. Uh, I I believe it's a form of a flower, but I don't know what type of flower. But I'll say flower, and you can say that's incorrect, and I'll say, "All right, let's mosey on." I'll give you a carnivorous question. plants is what we're looking for. Carnivorous plants. Uh, okay. All right. I didn't say the carnivorous part. Yeah. So, and plant and flower slightly different, I guess. All right. It's cool. Give me the buzzer. I can live with it. <laughs> What can I? What can I do you for? Let's do. Um, I'll start on the other end of the card. Give me that comedy animation. Well, Val would like this. I'll Uh-oh. tell her that. Coworkers Larry and Richard spend the weekend at a beach house in the Hamptons. <laughs> in what eighties comedy? Weekend at Barney's. That's funny. We just actually this was that is we, we, we played this as background noise just the other day too. So that's that's funny. That was, that came up as a question. <laughs> awesome. Huh. Nice. Whew. All right, uh, I'll take a uh, drama musicale, please. All right. What Spike Lee film sees a pizzeria destroyed by a mob? I said no anchovies. You know, I'm not as well versed in my fucking Spike-a-verse 
and the joints of Spike, Spike Lee. Right, I like that. The Spike mm. Is it? It should be. I'm 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 uh, pushing for it. Get at me, Spike. Um, I want to say like do the right thing. Um, I don't know. I'll say do the right thing. Give me the buzzer. I get it. It's cool. I would say that's that's me. correct. It is do the right thing. Oh. You did the right answer there. All right. Thank the heavens. There you go. It was a hot day. It was a hot day. All right. I've heard. <laughs> All right, man. Um, hit me with that action adventure. All right. What Australian actor played Crocodile Dundee? Paul Hogan. That is correct. Jesus, they're just giving these things away right whack. now. Um, could I do a action adventure as well, please? Absolutely. I th- I think you got this one, buddy. Um, yeah. No, fucking it. You got this one. The movie. Yeah, that's this one. I tend to uh-huh. not get it. The movie Sin City is based off the comic books of which author? And you have three Frank choices, Miller. and you don't need a one. Frank Miller's correct. Whew. You know, I keep saying I'm going to rewatch it. I think it's on one of the streamers. But I, I, I fear it's one of those movies I loved, and then I fear like it's probably not as great as I, I recall. Because yes. I know the the sequel film was not mm. as good to me. I still never, I still never watched this friggin'. Uh, second one is that a view to kill or James Bond movie. I, a dame to, to kill, kill for, for I think. oh my god yeah that's another James Bond uh, movie it could be wrong something like not, that yeah it just did not sit as well uh, maybe maybe I gotta review that them uh, were you there when we saw the spirit with yes. the good old Brent I, oh boy I was so excited for that I, I remember nothing about the film I just remember the costumes being gnarly um, yeah, yeah, and that's that, pretty much it. That black and white yeah. style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, sorry, Frank. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Didn't you like kind of show oh, dressed okay, up sorry. as him too? I think He's so. Like Man, if oh if God. if anybody out there knows anybody named Brent, it doesn't even need to be our Brent. <laughs> Have him get oh at us God. at movie underscore toast. And if he if he went to Columbia College Hollywood. Briefly before being forced out, I don't know if he's forced <laughs> out, but I feel like yeah, he like, left. Don't make assumptions. Dude. Now it's <laughs> slinging slander here on the show. <laughs> uh, I miss the dude. I wrote a whole screenplay of a short film for oh, him. Was... I want to know where he's at. What's all going on? Purely out of love, folks. Don't you worry. There wasn't a least bit of sarcasm written in those lines at all. No. <laughs> One of my other good friends is in that script, and I, I stand by it. Would I make it today? How many times did we oh attempt to make it? I don't know. We started filming it and then stopped filming it, and I'm kind of happy it never it's happened. Really but uh, yeah, I just want to know what happened to that guy. But, oh, I boy. don't know uh, what you got for a, a horror sci-fi question for me. All right. Who was the original Wolfman? Lon Chaney Jr., Boris Karloff, or Bela Lugosi? Oh, I feel like I've asked you Lon this before. Chaney. Let's go with, let's go with the junior. Junior. Okay. If you didn't oh. say junior, I was going to be like carnivorous. Carnivorous. Yes, that, that is correct. 
that that is give him the bell. So that's a one, a two, a three. Uh, all right, so you get three. Uh, so that leaves three, me two. at a uh, comedy animation. Uh, comedy animation, yeah. Already. Who voices the genie in the animated Aladdin? Robin Williams. That is correct. God, maybe I should try to flip through the cards a little bit. I'm just like asking the very next questions. Like Jesus Christ, these are getting. I mean, I th I feel like that's the way we go. We go with the card, and then once we're done with the card, that's true. I mean, <laughs> just because they're easy questions doesn't mean we don't ask them. Yeah, exactly. We can have Bernie's <laughs> Paul Hogan. Yeah. There you go. Just saying. Oh man. All right, sir. So I got, I got, I got two, three, two, two. two. You're at. You got, got three. three? You got three, oh, I got two. Okay, cool. You just got Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. Three, three, yeah three, three. Oh, yeah. That... Sorry, folks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like there that math. Go. So, uh, did you want a uh, drama musical, or do you want me to flip the card? Uh, give me that last one. Let's, let's clear the board here. All right. What movie earned Steven Spielberg his first Oscar? His first Oscar? Yeah. Jaws. Jaws is incorrect. Dennis, if you if you gave me the if you gave me Shawshank Redemption, I'd say Schindler's List. That is correct. Bitch. For I mean you didn't get the point because he said Jaws, yeah. but yeah. I thought you were gonna have that. I thought you nailed it. Like, wait a minute. No, I think I think wasn't Jaws nominated. It never won any it didn't win anything. Probably. Oh, fuck. No, that's what I get. No, nah, just America's that's hearts. Right. And not no. sharks' hearts. Um, no, I mean maybe, maybe they're like, "Hey, man, yeah. we're fucking rocking it." Bruce now. over there is getting it. We're scaring motherfuckers. Stay out of here. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> All right, what you having next, man? Uh, I'm gonna go for a comedy, a comedy animation, please. All right, dude. What film stars Jack Nicholson as? Melvin Udall, an obsessive compulsive aging writer. The only Jackie Nicholson I can think of as a writer is. Oh wait, wait. Oh, 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 oh man, for a second I was going to say throw, fucking weren't that, you? that. Uh, you I, throw it that? away, weren't you? No, no, no. I, I was going to say, I was going to say it was. Uh, the fucking uh, movie where Red yeah, Room and whatnot, you know, that horror movie, because that's hilarious. Uh, but a movie I don't think I've ever seen. But uh, uh, but but I, I feel I feel like I feel like you know it, man. Um, about Schmidt. Oh, dang it. No, no. Oh, no. See, it was, uh, I thought too, you were about uh, to say The Shining, but that's that's not what we're looking for. We're actually looking for as good yeah, as it gets. No, because, yeah. As good as it gets. As good. Ah, oh, that's a fantastic film. Huh? I don't know how I didn't think about that. that that's a great Kinnear and Helen oh, man. there in that, too. Am I mixing that movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The dog goes down the trash chute, I believe. Ah, uh, fucking fantastic film. But yeah, no, did not get that one. Buzz me away. What what can I do you for? Fuck you. Uh, nope, oh, nope. No. And nope. All right, so you just got to not ask one of these cards, and I'll be happy. One of these questions. Because one of them, you're going to get uh, right away. The others, 
I hope you'll never get. Uh, but oh, I shit. Could um, so what are you at? You at you at three or you at four? I forget. You're at three. All right, so you can still get the super easy one and not not be winning. So all right, I can live with that. Well, fuck you, you piece of garbage. Uh, what is the name of the spaceport on Tatooine in Star Wars? Hmm. I don't know why I said Tatooine. Maz Eisley. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Uh, give him the buzz. Scum and villainy. All you find there. Mm-hmm. Find bar over that in Hollywood. Awesome spot. Uh, all right. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Horace Sapphire like right. you did. I'm gonna try to get the fourth on that. Yeah. Kathy Bates won an Oscar for Best Actress as Annie Wilkes. About ten. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Kathy Bates. <laughs> M- misery. Misery is what we're talking. Yes, you got it. Uh, but she wasn't about Schmidt. Because I, I think the two were fucking oh. in that. And she's the one, because uh, I, I was thinking about that John LeJoie song uh, <laughs> when he's talking about coming too fast. And he's like uh, thinking about uh, Kathy Bates and about Schmidt. So that's all I was thinking about in that last uh, question. And that's why I was so sure of it. And I fucked up. Oh, my God. But uh, yeah, Misery. <sighs> you, got, you, got a, you got a movie with the guy from Misery. I do. You're right. That uh, we're, yeah. we're calling back to a... An American classic we unfortunately lost this last year that is had a stunning career, but we're we're going to discuss one of his films later on. I'm looking forward to that. Um, it, this yeah. all comes down to yeah, I worked, I worked. Uh, one left a piece, man. Yes. Uh, all right. So think think you got a good shot with some of these. Probably now I'm looking at it. You got a good shot with two of these and you know you could have a good shot with all three of these i guess uh action adventure but two of them all right well that one's that one's that was a pretty easy one i think you get this what is the code name of the beach in the opening sequence of saving private Ryan? omaha beach yeah see i went i went and got that but uh if you ask me what type of steaks they give away on uh, live with Regis and Kelly, I'd say Omaha steaks. Yes, some Omaha steaks. I know it's not a show now. It's like live with Kelly. I don't even think fucking Simon. I don't comes know. Back. Oh. But Reed, Reed love to give away those Omaha steaks. <laughs> oh, God rest his soul. Stick that fucking pan. Reed, that's pal. right where you are, man. <laughs> oh. uh, so now we're tied four to four, right? That was it. No, that was it. <laughs> that sealed the deal. Oh, that sealed the deal. Oh, because Mos Eisley. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck before it. that night. Yeah. Yay! Dennis gets two, 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 two bells on that one. Okay, huh, and that's how it happens. Now we're, now we're tied to tied, baby. Right. Neck and neck. We just can't. I'm not being a sore loser, Dennis. I'm excited for you. I'm 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 jazzed. I'm pumped. Uh, good. Congratulations, you piece of Hope shit. Hope you don't choke. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, look at that. I was gonna say stuff, but I'm gonna stop. Oh no. And I just stopped dead in my oh, tracks. Oh, no, now I'm scared. No, no, it's nice. I, I I like it when I'm not on top because uh because it gives me yeah, something to fight for in the next episode. Way back. You gotta prove to him. 
I, you know, dude, I, 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 I was like fucking, uh, I was like Boba Fett, dude. For a while, I was really down there in the fucking Starlight pit, man. Like you were like six, six that's ahead true. of me, and I'm like, I'm coming. Yeah, that's true. And then I had a very, I had a very short uh, show of my own that sucked a lot, and fill in the backstory there, and uh, and then you, you cut up to me, so we're good. It's all, it's all anyone's game from here on out. Yeah. But now that all it's, right, so. Uh, <laughs> We got we, we got some reviews, folks. The toast. Right yes. Here. Yes. Forty minutes in, this is what you That's came right. here for. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you came here for my first film, but I came here for my first film, Dennis. A movie that came out in 2021, which was a uh, film made, of course, thanks to the good old powerful COVID lockdown. This is one of those like fucking skype style movies i'm talking about this film called language lessons hola i'm sorry what who, who are you what are you doing in my house uh you're so dead you are such a drama queen i'm mad i won't no! who are you again i'm your spanish teacher so i have to speak spanish one day well, I actually bought the, uh, the the hundred lesson package. Well, did you buy me a hundred Spanish lessons? Yeah. Why? Because you wanted to learn Spanish, dummy. Oh. Buenos dias, Adam. Yo no sé tu nombre. Oh. Todo el mundo me dice cariño. Como in in Dirty Dancing, how everybody just calls baby baby. Ah. I stalked your social media. What? I found out that it was your birthday, so ready, one, two, three, here we go. Cumpleaños feliz. Cumpleaños a ti. This is Will. Mi nombre. It's muy guapo. Hello? Is there anybody there? La verdad es que estoy un poco uh, perdido. I just want to make sure that you're okay. Si. Lo siento. ¿Estás en Costa Rica? Si, es donde vivo. Hola, papa. Dos personas pueden jugar este juego. <laughs> what I wanted to say, but I was kind of afraid to say, is... Adam. Yes? Adam. Yes? Stop calling me so late. It's so unprofessional. <laughs> uh, actress uh, Natalie Morales. You've seen her in things here and there. If you saw her face, she's in uh, previously mentioned, I think, on Mike uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. She, she was on a little bit here and there. Uh, she directed this movie uh, uh, that she co-wrote with uh, Mark Duplass, uh, who's also the co-star here. So, uh this is a movie uh, I've been wanting to watch for a while, and I've just been putting off. It's over on HBO Max. Uh, so it starts off, uh, this guy buys his husband 100 Skype lessons in Spanish uh, because his husband said he wanted to learn Spanish. And he kind of knew Spanish, but he wanted to get better in Spanish. Okay. So he was like, all right, cool. I'll get, I'll get my husband some learning, uh, some lessons. And... Uh, then uh, on the second lesson, turns out that his husband just died. So he's wow. grieving. And then it's like now he's kind of giving his time to these lessons and 
getting to know his teacher and she's getting to know him. And it's like a cute little fucking uh, a nice uh, character study. Uh, they, 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 it's like they develop a, a friendship and they learn about one another and there's some drama in there. There's some comedy and, uh, there's scenes that are like over five minutes long that you're like, this should not work, but by God, it works because it's, it's thrilling. Uh, both these people can do both comedy and drama. Uh, it, it makes me remember that goddamn Mark Duplass is a great actor and director. I mean, fucking uh, to be as 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 shitty a person as pete over on the league uh to just being someone so wholesome and, and loving and kind grieving in this film and it's weird every time i see him I'm like what's the last movie him and his brother made you know they haven't directed a fucking movies in like i want to say oh, 10 shit. years it's crazy they've been doing series these guys were like the kings right? of mumblecore it's uh the, the, yeah they did do tv shows and stuff and now they mentor people and stuff and i believe this was the one of those he was mentoring uh okay. natalie i believe and uh I, I i digress and it's pretty much just the the two of these two in in the whole movie for the most part and uh it, it's it's delightful it's like it, the, it's an hour and a half and uh it just kind of flies by a bit it's right. it's it's it's, it's charming um i'm giving language lessons three slices okay. of the toast uh, where'd yeah. you check that out? Um, that's over on uh, HBO Max. It's been there for a little bit, and I've been putting it off, and, and I'm like, fuck it, COVID oh. time. Time to watch a movie made in COVID while I'm doing my whole fucking staying in. Hey, YouTube. there you go, man. Yeah. So uh, I think you got something here. You're going to the Wild Wild West or something like that, sure. right? Uh, as we were nodding to you before, this is a film that is co-starring the late great James Caan, as well as the, as we all know, John Wayne and Robert Mitchum of just incredible fame at the time. Um, co-starring Charlene Holt, uh, Michelle Carey, Arthur Honeycutt, and Ed Asner actually plays the big bad villain in this one, which I thought was kind of funny. No, nice. He didn't get cast as this. Whoa! And then, and then Ed Asner plays Santa Claus, and then fucking... Uh, what's his it face is the dad of Buddy yeah. the Elf. It's crazy. Oh, man, I, never made that, I never thought about that connection before. They, yeah, I wonder if they ever been in any, anything else between those films because that's a that had to have come up. They must have talked about. That's a big time. They both him. got to work with John Wayne. I hope so. Man, okay. Anyways, oh, that's cool. Good, good catch. Good catch. That's fun. Um, so, uh, thanks for yeah. that oh, was shit, yeah. Um, so, uh, El Dorado. and John Wayne, who gave you two of the classic westerns of all time, Red River and Rio Bravo. Now add Robert Mitchum to the combination in El Dorado, the story of two close friends who didn't need any enemies to start a war. What the hell are you doing here? I'm looking at a tin star with a drunk pinned on it. Help me up out of here, Cole. Wayne and Mitchum. A pair of bullheaded battlers who lock horns and then join forces against the best guns in the West. 
We're gonna shake him up and you keep him occupied while we move in. Ready? Let's make some music. With them, Charlene Holt has Maudie, a fine figure of a woman who stretches friendship to the breaking point. <laughs> I thought you'd forgotten all about me. I thought that. You know something, Cole? I think we better get ourselves a new girl. Yeah. <laughs> you better not. Why not? I'm girl enough for both of you. A new young star, James Kahn, as Mississippi, who tries to take on the gunslingers with a knife. <laughs> Plus a little help. Michelle Carey as Joey, part girl, part wildcat. Hold, just hold still now, miss. I, hold still, you're gonna lose your clothes. You keep that. I reckon you won't shoot any more little boys, mister. Arthur Hunnicutt as Bull, an old reprobate who blows a loud horn and draws a long bow. Well, what are you gonna do now? We've got two cripples, a green kid, and a noisy old... Indian fire. Indian fire. Now, how in the hell do I know what I'm gonna do? A beat-up band of misfits with nothing to lose but their lives. There's a little question unanswered between us. Which one of us is best? That's right. the story of uh, Ed Asner's character, uh, uh, JP, he's, uh, oh no, that's the, that's the sheriff, uh, Bart Jason is Ed Asner's character. He's the big bad, That he's this land baron, he wants to take this uh, family-owned farm and all their cattle, he's, they're just uh, started harassing the family, popping shots at him, they even have killed a couple of them over, over the years, and uh, the the town sheriff, he's just this useless drunk that he can't keep any law and order. Um, his deputy is, is old is an older Civil War survivor that he can he can't keep up with the, all these young guns running around town. Uh, one of the fastest guns in the West has been hired by Bart Jason, and they're they're kind of fucked. Well, um, his old buddy Cole Thornton, played by John Wayne, he gets offered to also uh, work for Bart Jason. And when he finds out what the reputation is like and what they've been doing, he's like, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to go harassing uh, homesteaders and ranchers. I'm not looking to be the bad guy and instead goes to the town anyways, because he, he remembers that's where his buddy was a sheriff, only to find him just this drunken mess. And so he's he's there to help his buddy dig out of this hole and try to push the, the bad dudes out of town. And man, if this isn't just every little bit of that American Western that you would get from the sixties that you'd expect. And it's, it's everything I wanted it to be. It's what, it, like, as I had told Adam off Mike, uh, this is one of my favorite Westerns just of all time. My grandparents loved watching it. Uh, and I loved watching it as a kid, the styling now seeing it's totally not period. Correct. It's much more, uh, it's much closer to styling of the 1960s, but their wardrobe is awesome. The, the guns, they run around just these true Western badass things. Um, James Kahn's character, it's this running joke that he's a terrible shot. He can't shoot the broadside of a barn. So they give him a sawed-off shotgun 
just so he could try to hit something. Otherwise, he he has a throwing knife he keeps uh, behind the back of his neck that he whips out of his jacket and throws into bad guys once in a while. Um, he keeps reciting Edgar Allan Poe, um, which ended up resulting in making that like one of my favorite Edgar Allan Poe uh, poems. Um, it's it, it's a good it's a good trip. I, I they use some funny camera tricks from the time. There's some rough edges, and speaking of rough edges. There is uh, some things that don't age too well about it. So a few folks aren't familiar with the movie or haven't seen it and are going to are curious about checking it out. I will warn you, there is a very racist scene that if you were to watch it on cable TV is entirely cut out of it now. Um, and if you were to buy it on Blu-ray, which is how I watched it personally, it is now unrated because they can't rate it with these scenes in there anymore. Um, there is also another scene where uh, James Conn kind of he smacks this lady around trying to question her that the, the roughness just goes on way too long. It's like, we do not need to be doing this. And clearly, this was some exploit, exploitive thing that we were using at the time that just, we don't need this shit. Um, directed by Howard Hawks. This is a two hour long uh, journey we go on. So it's not a, not a short one. But to me, I think it kind of goes by fast just because there's so many of these like movements. We go from like, there's kind of like a part one, part two, part three, so to speak. Not just third, sec first, second, and third acts. You know what I mean? Like you, you feel these distinct leaps in time that uh, kind of each have their own little arcs. But um, I, I still love the movie. It's, I, it stands up very well, other than the uh, eyesore parts. Um, you get great performances from everyone. Uh, the music is fantastic. And it's... There's a, in this era of the hand-painted um, intro sequences with the opening credits, just beautiful artwork. Uh, I, I'm going to give El Dorado three slices of toast. I think it's still a fantastic Western for what it was made at the time. And anyone who's just slightly a John Wayne fan, but maybe this one slipped past you, you got to check this one out. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Now, where? Sorry, I know you probably said it, but I, I, uh, I, I might have missed it. Uh, where did you so watch I own this, this one? In my personal collection, uh, it is a Blu-ray I own, but oh. it is available for rent on Amazon Prime, Google, and Vudu. If you have access to any of those. For a second, I thought you were going to give out your your phone number and email address and rent it out to people like a little Netflix style uh, disc rental service. Yeah. I only copy, so it's oh. going to be a long gate. Okay. Um, Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, so if there's two people that want it, sorry, you're sure. out of luck. Um, I I somehow have a movie that's kind of related to a okay. Western in a way. Uh, I, 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 uh, my, my next movie is this animated film that recently came out in theaters called Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's me, Samuel L. Jackson. I play a samurai cat in the new animated theatrical film, Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Meow. That means roll it. Why do you want to be a samurai? I lived in a bad part of town full of bad dogs. Everybody always picked on me. I thought if I could be a samurai, it would change everything. Sounds like you need a mentor. 
Perhaps a once great samurai who has fallen on hard times maybe could use some help himself. But where can I find one? What? Oh, get out of here! Who even made that? It's you! Don't believe everything you read. under arrest you wanted to be a samurai fun isn't it now go get him get back out there Training montage, isn't it? Sometimes you need a friend. Nope. Gonna see you win. Don't forget to land on your feet. Gonna miss. Focusing on me, wait until I gonna miss. Stick the destinations all I wanna see. Gonna miss. We've gotta wipe that town off the map. Send a tweet to assemble the troops. Who knew an evil army could go through so many beams? <laughs> what the mother-father cock of spaniels going on here? Pause of Fury, the legend of Hank. Time to finish this. This might take a while. It is uh, it, here's kind of a synopsis in a way. Uh, it's it it takes place in like a feudal Japan type of area uh, that is uh, all cats that live in the town, and uh, there's this like corrupt politician who wants to uh, kind of ruin Cat. the town for his own devious reasons, and. Uh, this dog rolls into town uh, and he wants to become a samurai and this town recently lost their samurai uh, and in order to uh, kind of uh, fuck up uh, the town even worse the uh, politician uh, sends the dog to go be their samurai and the cats are like we can't have a fucking dog samurai dogs aren't even allowed in this fucking land and on top of that this motherfucker doesn't even know how to be a samurai hmm. and uh, so uh, he uh, enlists help of a uh, an ex samurai uh, who who kind of teaches him, but he's a uh, he's a drunk and doesn't really care much about his uh, his job here. But uh, he decides. Oh, sorry, to help I just him. had a quick question. Now, before you serve a master, aren't you Ronin, or is this not matter at all to this fucking animated? It doesn't like really that? matter. Yeah, Mind. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a it's it's essentially a children's remake of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and in fact, it was originally called uh, uh, Blazing Samurai. Um, it, it 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 has Mel Brooks oh in God. the cast. Mel Brooks is one of the uh, writers of it, um, and it's totally in that vein. Like they got like they break the fourth <laughs> wall. They they have like punny jokes and uh, 
it's just awkward. Like, cause it, it feels like a movie that shouldn't be out nowadays. It feels like a movie that should have came out maybe 15 to 30 years ago. Um, and it, it looks like early style, maybe like DreamWorks style animation almost, but it does have a unique style here and there. The cast is odd. It's uh, Hank, the uh, samurai dog, is voiced by Mike <laughs> Sarah. Uh, his his, uh, his trainer is Sam Jackson. The uh, the politician who's trying to fuck him over is oh Ricky God, Gervais. This is all over the place. Uh, George Takai, Gabriel Iglesias, um... Damon Hansu, Michelle Yao, <laughs> oh, uh, just such a weird fucking cast, and the 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 jokes are just spot on. Like, not even like references to things that are like, like like some of the jokes are referenced to like things that used to be funny a couple of years ago, oh. and but I mean, but there's still cute things that go on in the movie, like. I laughed a little bit, but I was in kind of almost a full house and there were kids. I didn't see the kids enjoying it. The parents didn't really seem to enjoy it, but I I laughed a bit. Um, I don't know. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. I'm going to give I'm going to give one and a half slices of toast. Uh, It's 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 all right, but don't don't rush to the theaters. I think it's a Nickelodeon paramount no no i saw this in the theater uh but i bet it'd be i bet it'd be on like paramount plus in a few months if i had to guess um but i mean if you got kids it's a it's an animated movie it'll keep them happy it's like none uh, all of that cast it didn't do it for me who for the kids is in the cast like (laughs) i don't know kids don't love a <laughs> yeah, there's unless there's like side characters that I I don't know. All those and, big uh, Ricky Gervais fans that I know under the age of nine years old, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Office fans and extras and and uh, whatever his Netflix it's really show, like that oh, dolphin yeah. episode of Family yeah. Guy. Yeah. Weird. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, and, hmm. and yeah, yeah, I don't know, but uh. I have seen other people uh, give it reviews and liked it, but uh, for me, it was mm-hmm. middle of the line. Just feels out of place and awkward. But uh, eh, what can you do? Yeah. Get what can you do? Place just, and uh, maybe take a wildest vacation you could ever imagine. Oh, a Chevy just, Chase hey, in the maybe. Game? Holiday ah, Road. Ah, ah, Holiday Sorry, that was that was on an episode of uh, Solar Opposites. I was just watching. And I'm like, damn, I love those movies. <laughs> they are fantastic films. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no. Uh, different kind of vacation. Different, a little more elitist than the one they go on. I don't think Clark Griswold could afford a trip to Westworld. MGM presents Westworld. Your attention, please. We will soon be landing at Westworld, the ultimate resort. We have you on grid five, over. It consists of three worlds of the past. Locking in now. Worlds where you can live out your every fantasy. There's Roman world, the lusty, decadent delights of Imperial Pompeii. Notify ground crews. Medieval world, chivalry and combat in 13th century Europe. And Westworld. Lawless violence on the American frontier of the 1880s. Each resort is maintained by reliable computer technology and peopled 
by lifelike robot men and women. Let's stand by for resort activation. Ready on six, on five, on four, on three, on two. Activate now. Our robots are programmed to provide you with an unforgettable vacation. Dinner at seven, breakfast at 6.30. Get lunch on your own. Don't look like much here, but we have everything. You mean to tell me he's a robot? What'll it be? Uh, vodka martini on the rocks with a twist of lemon. Very dry, please. Just give him whiskey. He's new in town. Many elements of the Delos Resort are potentially dangerous. That's part of the appeal. Go on. You say something, boy. Kill him. Your move. Our technology is designed to provide all this in complete safety. In Westworld, frustrations find release. Desire ends in satisfaction. Let me handle it. And all in a controlled environment. That's not supposed to happen. We know you'll enjoy your stay in Westworld. Hold it. The ultimate resort. Let me do it this time. Where nothing, nothing can possibly go wrong. I'm shot. Go wrong. Raw. Go wrong. Oh, my God. Shut down. Shut down immediately. Westworld from MGM, starring Yul Brynner, Richard Benjamin, and James Brolin. Westworld, the ultimate resort. Boy, do we have a vacation for you. For you. For you. For you. Yeah, so I'm talking about the 1973 film that the HBO series that is currently airing is based on. Uh, very similar concept, very, very similar concept. Um, but it's, it's a little, little different. Uh, this is starring, uh, Richard Benjamin and a young James Brolin, who are two, two guys who are walking into the Westworld nice. theme park. Uh, and it's, it, this is interesting because those who are familiar with the show, you got a kind of jarring introduction to the park and the show in the movie. We, we start off like we're, it's a news like a field piece where there's a local news anchor or field reporter is talking to people who are just, are just giving back from their trip to Westworld. And it's people stepping off this train and uh, there's a few recognizable faces, but it's clear right away. These are all wealthy people. And there's uh, one lady uh, you, you find out in the family of parks, Westworld is only one of five. And this woman comes back. She was at the, uh, what is it? Fantasy world or something where it's like, all ancient Rome, and there's a medieval world, and you had a samurai world and uh, West World. Uh, the all all of these are really popular, but West World's the most popular one, and people love coming to this this place. And that's where we see our two main characters. They're walking in. They're they're getting to pick their costumes, to pick their their firearms, and we we're kind of getting the lay of the land, uh, getting the rules explained to them how uh, you can you can shoot the robots. But the guns are made so you can't shoot each other. So you don't have to worry about that. And all the robots are programmed to not shoot you. 
But the whole point of this is it is the most engrossing experience you could possibly imagine, or you could participate in gunfights and you can go to the salon and bang a hooker and play poker and flip a table and shoot the place up. And you can ride a horse uh, uh, do all the fucking wild west things you can think of. And you've got this crazy ass control room that you see all these scientists looking dudes or they're controlling these computers, giving voice commands to all the robots. They're following all these specific uh, paths. And then you see the fucking baddest one. The uh, What is it? The Black Rider? Or I forget what they name him. But he, uh, the gunslinger is played by Yul Brenner, And he just has... Now, this is cool. I found out after watching the movie. Uh, his performance, uh, uh, Brenner's performance in Westworld, is what they used for the uh, basis of RoboCop. How um, Peter Weller carried himself as well as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. His main inspiration was Yul Brenner in this movie, and I can't unsee it now. It is like there, there's so many aspects, especially in the scenes when uh, the gunslinger is chasing our two guys through town once he flips, because it's there's a moment where something happens, and he starts turning his gun, like his gun starts killing the human pe- people. He's, uh, they just start going ape shit, and he just starts gunning down everyone in town. Something's wrong, and they can't wrest control back from the machines. And it's happening to all the parks. All of the robots are, are revolting against the, the humans. And uh, nice. those who are fans of the TV series, you'll. it sounds like there's some parallels, but it is very different. Um, they're ex- this the movie explores it in a much more comedic way but i think there's a lot of the same subtle hints as to the robots developing memories recalling how many times they've been reset and put back um it, it's a very similar and more subtle build up to it but it happens obviously a lot faster because it's over the course of a feature film and not you know the entire season of a show this one's only 90 minutes so it goes by really fast but i got to say dude i had a great time watching this it's got some weird 70s like sci-fi elements but it's constantly getting reminded that you were supposed to be in this western world and i love the kind of just juxtaposition these two things have next to one another because as these guys are essentially they just start fighting to survive they they're going from having this fun time to holy shit we got to get out of here and I, I i like going on this ride with them uh the world is awesome it's it, it's a, it was a great trip. Um, I did check this out over on HBO as well, which is also where the the series is available. Um, I'm gonna give Westworld uh, three slices of toast. It was, a, I think, just nice. as a weird '70s film. I regret not seeing this sooner. It, um, so many scenes. I just had these. Excuse me. So many scenes. I would have these moments of, oh my God, it is so obvious. XYZ movie was influenced by this scene or this whatever. There's so many little bits that I feel if if you go back through it, you'll have a lot of the same reactions I did. Uh, Directed by Michael Crichton himself, who wrote the story, uh, if that sounds familiar, of Jurassic Park fame. He created the, wrote the book, created the Jurassic Park series. And there is a particular line of he really that likes amusement park. Even down to a line of dialogue where uh, it's one of the people in the control room says something about, we spared no expense. Clever girl, hold your butts. <laughs> we spared no expense. I wish we <laughs> hold on to your butts was one of the lines, but we spared no expense was the, 
and it's said in almost the same cadence. That's why it like it just stuck out like a sore thumb to me. But um, yeah, Westworld. Man, I'm I, I'm jealous. When I watched season one of the show, I really wanted to watch the movie, and I knew you were watching it, so I'm like, maybe I'll watch it too. And I watched the trailer, and I'm like, that three minute trailer just gave me the whole. It's a cool movie. set. Maybe I it's like there's there's still it. some other layers to it, and like I said, knowing the first season of the show, I feel like you you can see where they lifted little plot points. It's like here's ten minutes sure. of the movie here that's totally yeah. stretched out into an episode because I can see it's important. You start again, you start to see the subtle changes of the part. Yeah. Uh, systems start getting locked out. Computers stop cooperating with their operators, and then it's that snowball effect till the climactic uh end scene um yeah yeah I, I, it's a good time good time nice nice that's legit um so i got a movie that's available over on hulu it's a hulu exclusive called the princess once upon a time in a magical castle the king's daughter was locked away in a tower. You made a promise to me that your daughter will be my wife. I'm not a piece of property to be traded. But these guys... ...with the wrong princess. I like a girl in lace. Save my family. Let's get you ready. Not exactly ladylike behavior. I'll never stop until I am holding your still beating heart. Underestimated you. I'm used to that. Who are you? I'm the princess. Uh, this movie stars um, that actress Joey King. I feel like she's in a bunch okay. of things, but I never know what I know her from. But so she plays a princess who's supposed to marry uh, fucking Tony Stark's dad, Dominic Cooper, who's like this shitty evil prince. And uh, she's like, no, I'm not marrying you. <laughs> Sorry. And then she walks away and like he gets mad and he sends some uh, some of his evil goons to kidnap her. And the movie starts off with her trapped inside the highest tower of his kingdom and like she's in bed and she wakes up and like she fucking the, these these goons come in to check on. And then all right, so now I'm not going to do a step by step through the movie, but essentially he's like, all right, I'll fucking kidnap her and then I'll kidnap her whole family and her kingdom and threaten their lives until she decides she marries. God. She'll marry me. Uh, so he's kind of an evil tyrant. And uh, yeah. he doesn't even. He's fucking someone else. He doesn't even care about her. He just he even says, ah, I just want the power. If I'm married to her, nobody will say no to me. There you go. Yeah. 
And uh, so it's pretty much like, and then we, we get a little backstory of her as a kid training with like these knights and whatnot. And uh, her dad being like, yeah, this isn't for a girl. And her mom being like, ah, I think it's great that you're learning this. And uh, those, those aren't their voices at all. But uh, <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, that'd be fantastic. I'll do a redub of the film, I think. Um, so pretty much it's uh, her fucking fighting her way out of this uh, castle uh, from the top to the bottom. The oh. It's kind of the action reminds me a lot of like fucking uh, the um, like the, raid the Kingsman style uh, action. But no, this this is like a medieval raid. Exactly. Oh, badass. And, uh, it's fucking brutal. There's a lot of brutal kills. Like it starts right away. Like she wakes up handcuffed and uh, these goons come in and try to fuck with her. And she kills them essentially and sets off this whole chain of command and it's intense. Uh, it's pretty, pretty action packed in the, it's, uh, but the story itself is, is lacking. It's like, that's the story. She has to escape and save her peeps. And, but okay. the journey, the journey is fun to watch. And, uh, nice. I, I, I was, I was doing a little tidbit reading and apparently she did like 85% of her own fucking stunts and stuff. So I'm like, that's, oh, that's legit. That's cool. Yeah. Um, go. So it's like a 50-50 mix. If you're going for story, you don't really get a lot of it. But if you're going for action and, and adventure and fun and, and brutalness and some really cool camera angles and stuff, uh, really cool stuff they do with their camera. And uh, and it's not one of those movies where, like, she doesn't get the shit beat out of her. It's like, no, she she gets it as much as she gives it. So it's, Damn, a, it's okay. a give and take, which is nice. Um, Fucking so I'm going to give the, the princess over on Hulu. Now, you... They, this is one of those movies that 20th Century Fox made that then they sent, then sold to Hulu. They've been doing that like once a month. They'll get an exclusive Fox movie. Uh, so I'm going to give this flick, The Princess, two slices of toast in the middle of the road here. Like because okay. if they had a better right. story, I give it a little more. But I wasn't bored. I mean, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed what I saw. Yeah, nice. Okay, I've, I've been curious about this one. Now I think you've kind of tipped me in, in the direction of getting to watch it now. So. I'm yeah, curious to I'd be see, interested uh, to see what you think. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds interesting. Fire yeah. up the Hulu sometime but, this week. But you know what sounded pretty interesting to me, Dennis? When I watched fucking Westworld, uh, the trailer, they were talking about, like you were saying, all those other worlds that people could go and visit and fuck with and whatnot. And I'm like, future world? That sounds fucking cool. And then I was looking on, on Yahoo, or Yahoo, Amazon Prime, and I saw they had it on there. And it's like nine days it expires. I'm like, I should watch it because Dennis won't know it's here and fucking and he'll do the first movie and I'll do the second <laughs> movie. But then I'm like, I don't got time for that. But it turns out that you did find it and you had time for it, man. So I did. Uh, can I did. you tell me a bit about it? Absolutely. So Future World is the direct sequel to our previous film, Westworld. In 1972, Delos was open to the public. It consisted of three fantastic vacation resorts. Roman World, medieval world and west world it was a computerized paradise where nothing could go wrong but something did now in 1976 delos is about to reopen we have invested more than 1.5 billion dollars to rebuild our equipment its problems have been corrected we have replaced every circuit its technology has been perfected the new Delos is not only the most fantastic resort in human history, it is also failsafe. And an incredible new world has been created. 
American International presents Future World, starring Peter Fonda, Blythe Danner, Arthur Hill, and Yul Brynner as the gunslinger. Program the blast-off sequence. Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. We have ignition. Welcome to Future World, the ultimate vacation resort. Fully programmed for your pleasure. Where, for only $1,200 per day, you can experience anything you can imagine. And a few things you can't. My night to your pawn. Prepare the Martian ski sequence for five guests and return power to grid three. Future world, where every day is an exciting new adventure. Where your fantasies become reality. Where highly sophisticated technician, maintenance, and servant series robots work together to make your wildest dreams come true. Take us both. You can take risks, face danger, defy death, all in complete comfort and total safety. Safety, safety, safety. You will never harm Delos. You will do what Delos instructs you to do. They're creating and programming duplicates of real people. You will destroy your original. I will destroy my original. Peter Fonda, Blythe Danner, Arthur Hill, and Yul Brynner. Even those of us who create them can't tell the original from the duplicate. In Future World, if you can afford to go there, you're lucky. If you can't, you may be luckier than you think. Uh, different director. It's, it's a slightly different story, although still starring some star power up in this one. We've got Peter Fonda and Blythe Danner, who are playing our two main characters. Uh, Peter Fonda's nice. a journalist. It's Blythe Danner, kind of his like his girl Friday, so to speak. She's a she's like a TV personality who is has promised. She's like I guess kind of supposed to be like an Oprah for the time. And she's like, oh, we're just trying to check out the part. We're just the media. We're just want to give a fair, um, do a fair covering of, of the safety of the part, what it's all like. And we all heard about the events of what happened uh, those years ago. And it's like, oh, but it's oh, all shit. good now. We fixed everything. So this is oh, after so this, the events of this world. Oh, man. I thought this was going to be Jules' parallel story. That's intriguing. Yeah. So this is like they're able to reopen the park after all that shit happened. And it's the. They claimed, oh, there's no way that could ever happen again. This is the safest it could ever be. It's like they even lifted. There's like a line from the TV series. They obviously lifted from this movie because it's like one of the earliest lines in the movies of uh, something about this is inside the park is the safest place a human could be. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, yeah. Right. After after last time. Um, I'm getting a little fucking Jurassic World action here. You know, what's funny. That's what that's like one for one. What it feels like we're making. I, it, it's the lost world. It's so the, we've got these two. They're invited to go to the park like for free to give them this media coverage. They're going to future world. And it is a whole like they got to do training like they do it. They simulate a whole shuttle launch and they get up to the space station or whatever. They, they, they seemed to think that they're in. Uh, there's like simulated spacewalks. You can go ski on uh, Mars mountains that was, that's that are covered in red snow. They've got this crazy bar with future drinks and uh, prostitutes of nice crazy futuristic 
wardrobes that are male and female and it doesn't you know there's no judgment of anything you can take whoever the fuck you want and, uh it, it's oh it seems amazing and then peter fond is like oh, i don't he didn't trust anything like ever since you get there he could tell he's got this vibe of just like i don't trust you man and he just like very much with his haircut and everything he's just like uh. against the man and it's it's gets a little repetitive but we start going okay he wants obviously we see what track he's going down um as we start picking away at it he's like uh yeah why don't you show me around the park why don't you show me around the places uh, i don't want to you don't want to show me and it's like well why this is getting kind of stupid and the, the dialogue just crumbles as as you get further and further into the movie just the things that are said are just stupid like val and i would look at it's like what <laughs> and we would just like we'd have to laugh at it sometimes because it didn't I don't know if Peter Fonda was just too fucking stoned or just like too high on acid or whatever he was doing at the time. Cause there's some scenes he looks a little twisted and uh, hmm. he's just, you kind of keep like, we predict a lot of the turns that keep coming. And so they're just getting chased around this facility while one of the uh, employees who's like one of the last human maintenance people uh, played by Stuart Margolin, who's done a lot of TV work. Um, you find out a lot of the park employees are actually the robots now. They found the safest way to run it was to yes. have the machine run it itself. And it turned into this whole, well, any of them can be told to kill anyone now. And the one with the most control can, they're, they're uh, manipulating the story. And it turns out this, this big event where they invited all of these big government leaders and all of this other press outlets and stuff that had come to the park at the same time they did they're actually making clones of them and they're sending the clones back and they're keeping the real ones here so they could copy their memories, absorb all their information into this big data, uh, database of everything they know and they can have the idyllic control. Like they're trying to take over the world essentially. And it was just the way it gets laid out for you. So cheesy. I just, it was painful getting to the end of this one. I was so excited after watching the first one. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's get in here for some more. Even with sure. his past, this is going to be great. Yul Brenner even comes back as the gunslinger again for another, oh, for a couple yeah. scenes. Um, fucking terrible, man. This one was awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving Future World one slice of toast. Wow. That was rough to come back with that one. And it feels like cause it, this was uh, released by American International. So it was cheap as fuck, and it looks and feels like we're just cranking out a crappy sequel to a movie that did decently. Um, yeah, yeah, bad. Bad news bears, folks. Sorry to hear that, but I'm happy I didn't watch it now, man, because that sounds <laughs> like... And is that it is in the case a- where it's like an hour and 30, an hour and 40, and it feels like it's like three and a half hours? Yeah, that's exactly it. I think, I think at one point I did start to doze off a little bit, woke back up, missed absolutely nothing. And then it was like the last 15 minutes or so of it. I was just like, please fucking hurry up and put me out of my misery. This is. Wow. It was not good. I was just so surprised, especially with like the sets were cool. It was still somewhat visually interesting, but God damn, was it just. I mean, alone, the setup, we're going to see another world. The fact that this is years later, people know what happened at the park. It's like, it sounds like you're, you're setting up for a fucking slam dunk alley hoop. As if I know most what of any of that means. But it's- <laughs> most of the movie actually takes place behind the scenes, like within the inner workings of the park. You're hardly in Which... future world or west world at all. 
Which, I mean, some of the stuff they do in the TV show, I'm like, all right, that, that's fun to see, but I want to see more of the world. The world's when I'm signing. I finally fucking signed oh, up for yeah. Future World. I want Future World. I don't want half the Space Olympics. I want the whole damn thing unless it's all canceled. I don't no, know. It's, the, it's all this uh, Delos. It's it's all about them in, in the second movie rather than the people well, in the park. So why they probably didn't make a third movie. Maybe they yeah. did. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not about to try to find it if that's the case, if, if there is one. <laughs> if uh, there is, right now. I will, you know what? Let me look. Let me look right now. Is there a sequel to Future World? Yeah, it's called Itchy and Scratchy World. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, no, I don't know. I don't fucking have time to figure this out. Um, no, it doesn't look like it, but, uh, Toasties, if you listen to the show and you want me to stop babbling, just fucking send us an email over at movietoastnewsandreviews at gmail.com and tell us if there is, or if there isn't, pitch us one, because we'd sure like to hear how it could be better than this bullshit that Dennis just talked about. Please. Yeah. Um, so, uh, last night I, uh, met up with our old buddies, uh, our OG toasters, uh, movie toaster, uh, toaster fucking Corey and uh, movie toaster Tommy. We watched a movie via the uh, the powers that be called the Internet. Uh, three guys with COVID on different sections of the world come together to watch go. a movie. And uh, we watched the new uh, Netflix original film, The Gray Man. What do you know about the Sierra program? Reckless mystery man you guys send in when you can officially send anyone else. The gray man. Lloyd. They got an urgent locate and destroy. That could be fun. The man's got some street cred. I mean, my ego's a little bruised. They have something they really want. What's your gut? It's gonna be my funeral you're going to next. You wanna make an omelet? You gotta kill some people. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The trash dash. It just, it leans Lloyd. so big on your boy's head that even his most loyal allies won't hesitate to drop a dime. Every grade A wet team from here to Rachel will be vying for the prestige of killing the infamous Sierra Six. I can kill anybody. Not anybody. Uh, so this is a uh, written and directed, and uh, yeah, written and directed by the writers and the directors of the uh, 
the good Captain America movies and the uh, good Avengers movies, a.k.a. our last couple of Avenger flicks, um, because they get their own company, and this is uh, one of their films. Uh, this stars uh, our boy fucking Ken from uh, the Barbie movie, fucking Ryan Gosling. Uh, when he was 15, he uh, was sent to prison for killing someone, and he was given like 30 or 40 years, and uh, Billy Bob Thornton uh, is like, hey, man, I can set you free if you come work for me. And he essentially uh, uh, gets him released to start being like an assassin to go and kill people for the government and whatnot. And uh, then uh, one day later on in present day, 2022 or whatnot, he's on a mission and uh, Billy Bob's kind of retired. And uh, we got some cat, uh, uh, Reggae Jean Page. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but the fucking hunk from fucking season one of uh, Bridgerton. Um, is running the government show here. And he's like, hey, you got to go to Bangkok and kill this guy. And so he does the job, but it doesn't go exactly as planned because fucking he doesn't kill the guy the way they want him because if he did that, he would be compromising and possibly have to kill a small child. Uh, so he, he does it more intimately, and it turns out that the guy that he's killing is also uh, a member of the group that fucking Ryan Gosling is a part of. They that they've never met before he was like ryan gosling's name is six and this guy is like number four and he's like yeah man and he tells him he's like fitz fitzroy who's billy bob thorne i worked for this and that and hey man this government uh these people you're working for they're corrupt uh here take this fucking medallion and uh we got our MacGuffin of the film there and it turns out that there's a fucking uh flash drive in there that will like expose all these secrets and this and that and uh then uh the government say hey man when you killed him uh did, did he have anything on him that you might possibly have that uh we might want and he's like nope i got nothing and then uh and then there was someone that he was working with played by uh, anna d r armaz i don't fucking know how to pronounce yeah, her name oh, yeah, the chick that was banging uh, Ben Affleck in that one hot Hulu movie that we both reviewed. Um, uh, they think that she's like covering for him, but she's really like, no, nah, I don't fucking know the guy. I just met him. He says he doesn't have anything. I guess he doesn't have it. And they're like, bullshit. And she's like, fine, I'll go fucking find him. She finds him, kidnaps him. She's about to bring him in. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. And like they end up working together. And it's like, uh oh, now these two are on the run. Uh, who's going to go find him? Let's get an ex member of the government who now owns his own like mercenary group played by fucking Chris Evans with the mustache who uh, has witty one liners. And he, <laughs> he's, he's a devious guy is willing to kill everyone in his way, children, whatever it takes. Jesus. And uh, yeah. And it's a globe trotting adventure, Dennis, uh, like all these great Netflix uh, films. I'm sensing a tone. Uh, is this it movie is this a fucking another fun yes yes red oh. notice a, a film that got green lights from old movie toaster tommy um so we uh literally we we were talking like someone be like oh i bet they'll say this line and they say like a rendition i'm like oh this is the point where this character is gonna throw a grenade in right now and th like literally you could call beat by beat everything that's gonna Jesus. happen and like oh. it's like every five minutes they're in a new like fucking uh, country and there's like their fucking big title cards of what country and it feels like the movie's never gonna fucking end it just keeps going and there's so many multiple God. endings two hours and two minutes 
I was so excited for this movie because I like this cast. And there's sure. more. There's more uh, bullshit story that I'm not even telling you about because I don't even understand the point. There's uh, Billy Bob Thornton ends up turning his back on Ryan Gosling because Chris Evans uh, kidnaps Billy Bob Thornton's uh, uh, niece who is sick, who is kind of like a daughter, Billy Bob Thornton. And yeah, well, I don't even want to. I don't even want to fucking tell you about all that. Um, I'm just gonna tell you. I bet here. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hop over to. Our, our old favorite uh, website, Netflix, right now. I bet this is probably one of the top movies currently as we're recording. Um, so, so you can take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, or you can say, oh, all right, so fucking top 10 TV shows. No, I want top 10 movies. Yeah, number one, The Gray Man. Uh, yeah, for me, no thank you. I'm going to give The Gray Man one and a half slices of toast. Now, uh, we were talking about, like, we're, we're trying to figure out where it went wrong. And it's not in the actors. The actors are great. Ryan Gosling's fantastic. Anna Diarmas, she's okay. She's hot, but I don't know. Billy Bob, he it's great. He's not playing like a scummy guy. He's playing a sincere, cool guy. Um, Chris Evans, I like his character. Uh, he has a distinguished way of talking, and he, he, it's nice seeing him as a villain. But I feel like his character is not fully as developed as mm. it should be. Uh, then like this guy from Bridgerton, which I've never watched. My girlfriend watched some. That's where I'm getting it. I know people say he's the hunk that's from that first season. <laughs> um, fucking this guy is like the head of the CIA, and I'm like, I don't buy it for a second. This guy's the same age as me, and he's calling all the shots in the government. <laughs> And then I'm like, nah, that might make sense. I'm just a fucking loser slacker here. I don't know. It's just the movie is not believable to me. And we, sure, if you're sure. going to watch it, uh, maybe we, we, we decided we should have uh, had a game going every time they change locations. If you took a shot or like a hit or something, oh every time they change, you'd be fucked up within the first half hour. Like that, that, that would be a reason <laughs> to watch this movie. I think. Okay. Um, no. I, I was going to get this had a limited run in theaters and I almost went to pay to see it. And I'm so happy I oh, waited to watch God it for free on yeah. Netflix. Um, I don't know. One and a half slices, like I said, Dennis. Um, I'm sorry to go on a, on a sad note there. Hey, man. I wouldn't uh, say that because we've, uh, folks, we got one more thing to, re to review together, actually. Uh, our, our last yes. episode, although we are, we're a little bit out from it, but. The last episode of Miss Marvel. Get to button this one up for you. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, Excited that, for that. Here we are. Let's hit it, man. How does she convince everyone that she's good? Good is not a thing you are, Kamala. It is a thing you do. I know dressing up as Captain Marvel is weird. I spend too much time in fantasy land. Cool. Is this Nani's? That is just a jump. What does it feel like? Like an idea come to life. Everything's changing really fast. If you save one life, you save the world. Are you sure that we can keep that on? To no mind. It's a lawsuit. Great, then I'll make Captain Marvel in court. It won't be the first case in the American judiciary to hug it out. All right, so you want to give a rundown on what's going on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I, I'll touch on a few moments, but, you know, I'd, like, 
I don't want to yeah. give everything away, but um, coming out of the last episode, we're come, we're just arrived back in Jersey after that some gnarly shit went went back uh, went down. Um, excuse me, back in time in India, and there I, I like that we've finally seen like the tr- basically where her powers have come from, or at least we're getting a stronger understanding of the true origin of of where her powers come from. Um, but now with uh, Cameron's mother had died in the last episode, he doesn't know it yet. We've got to break some gnarly news to him. Uh, the family's just finding out about what Kamala's been up to. She, she's, uh, what is it, light girl? Or what? Are they, what's the name? <laughs> uh, I, think, I think light girl. Oh, God, what a delightful scene. <laughs> she, like, like she, she pulls her family aside and like she, the mother's like, hey, let's listen to see. And she tells them they're all like, oh, wow. Like and like, oh, you already knew. And like, yeah, you can't keep a secret in this family. Oh, my gosh, you're a light girl. And there's just like this <laughs> pregnant pause. She's like, oh, my God, you told them already. <laughs> and just her brother, her brother and sister-in-law are wonderful. It's like, I think it's so awesome. Yeah, sister-in-law. She's like, oh, I've been waiting to ask you about this since I found out. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Just once again saying, I could just watch this fucking family. I don't even need the superhero shit, man. I mean, that I is kind the of Marvels is like half the family. Attention to the family to begin with, but I, you can't completely remove the superhero part. But to not make sure. it the center of the story all the time. That's the difference to me. That's oh, Dennis. I, Dennis, I could, I, I could edit all the superhero stuff out, and we probably have a good like forty minute scene, just thing about like a mar- uh, wedding and and family and adventure con, adventure con. I want someone to make a cut of that, and I'd watch the shit. Out of you, you'd, you'd get abruptly up to a certain scene before all of a sudden it drops into like something <laughs> else. Um. I, I see what you're saying, that, but that's what I think. That's what makes this show a lot more endearing is that we're not constantly yeah. seeing her behind the mask or all suited up every every week. But uh, yeah, which we finally get to see the costume and it get, kicks ass. Mm-hmm. I love that we get that moment. Uh, oh, and the fact that the costume isn't even her invention. Her mother, who's against superheroes, yeah. had it made for her. And that moment right there is a tearjerker, man. Yeah, I, I love that. It's uh, we're we're bringing back our our, our buddy back from uh, back from India too. I like that we we called up on called up on some backup in order to to get through the end. Uh, it seemed a little weird with the whole I the uh, the DDC. I'm going to splinter off and follow through in this mission anyways. Even though you're superior, yeah. that kind of just felt like a cheap way to like kind of. Mm-hmm. Have the have the moment, but it was still cool to finally have that final conflict and then set up that Cameron's going to he's going to be someone too. Uh, there's no way now that he has powers that essentially match hey, hers. Yeah. Holy shit, that's going to be some that's going to be some stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, yes. and the, the the whole scene at the school, the whole siege, man. Could have been bad, but I I ate it up, man. I loved it, man. That was yeah, me too. I, I'm yeah, I'm tired of that that excuse of as to why like that doesn't make the show bad. You know, there's a lot of things that have great CG that are terrible movies and shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to invest in the characters, and that's what fucking happens here, and that's what happened every episode. So I it's easily pushed up to the top of my list of like one of my favorites. Oh. 
easily maybe top three, four I mean, of uh, 100, 100% here. In fact, Dennis, uh, if we, if we want to go go back to the old days, if we want to talk polls, I did do I did do a follow up on our MCU shows here. Okay. Uh, tossing our old pal Camilla in here, and uh, let me uh, let, let me let me uh, see what you think here. I I, I should have brought it up earlier, but I didn't. Uh, so I wanted to know out of the uh, following four, what everyone, uh, what the Toasties' uh, favorite MCU show is so far out of What If, Loki, Hawkeye, and Miss Marvel. Hmm. I feel like the Toasties would probably have a tie somewhere between Loki and Miss Marvel. Probably Loki, hmm. but eight percent went to Hawkeye. Yeah. A 17-17 split to What If in Loki. 58% ah. to Miss Marvel. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's still... Yeah. It's probably. I'd still say it's probably the best written out of all of them. Oh, 100%. 100%. Just, you know, it's just a different enough flavor that, like, when I want something, you know, that's more superhero-y or more of the... the like, you're talking about the globetrotting adventure previously. I love that in Loki. It's not physical places on earth but it it's works yeah and i love that it that was we were fun that was fun uh, but when you're uh, yeah, yeah. Not, pulled it and, off, and, and that's what i didn't like that's what i didn't like a lot about uh, moon knight i know they didn't do a whole bunch of it but yeah i just feel like we've done that plot so much sure but, i mean it, it came up in falcon I mean, Winter soldier it, you know they they would do a lot of that yeah. kind of stuff and uh true it's, and I mean, I guess they do, like we said, they they do go to India here, but it's not like they're globetrotting for the story. No. It's like, I mean, yes, it's for the story, but more character development rather than I have to go to India. This is where the big bad is, and then we're going to beat them, and we're going to find out, nope, yeah. there's the treasure of the key and, to the, in the next room, and now we go to the next movie. But none of that shit. And the final episode wasn't leading up to an earth-shattering fucking multiverse destroying cataclysmic villain fighting uh the the bad guys no it's 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 a government agency thinking they're doing what's best uh and then these kids defending themselves right i yeah i've been having a great time through this whole thing it's uh, oh 100 i'm ready for more especially just uh more of uh, iman playing kamala she's fucking owns it like this whole, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just like, I'm sold. I'm, I'm ready. Serve it out. Once again, fucking first acting job, like kill, just killed it. You fucking out of the park. Canadian there, kid, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm ready to slice it up. What about you? Oh, I think so. I think we'll be probably pretty similar slicing. I think so too. Dicing. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping uh, three slices. This is way the fuck up there for me. I'll get. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll co-sign that. Three and a half slices uh, for me as well. Yeah, yeah. but I. It's, it, I would now. The only thing stopping me from it saying like calling it my favorite is there's just usually the kind of the teen storyline isn't always like the most interesting to me. But this is so well done here. I really enjoyed it. Normally, I am much more the the Loki or. I like the more yeah. mystical action packed things, but goddamn if the show just wasn't one of the better made of all of them. Mm -hmm. Oh man. So, uh, probably taking a well, I mean, uh, we were just talking off Mike. We got a pretty crazy schedule coming up. Uh, the next few episodes might not have me or Dennis in it, or we this. might just be 
pre-recording stuff, so you might not have the big movies you're looking forward to, but we're, we're going to have stuff. Uh, but what I'm getting at, we might not have any TV show to talk about right away. Uh, middle of August, we're getting uh, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. And then, Dennis, I'm very excited. The thing that kicked off our TV talk, uh, Season 5 of Cobra Kai is coming back in September. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait. Oh, same here. I'm, I'm excited but for that one. <laughs> what I can't wait is for December when the return of Movie Toast, the festival, oh, yeah. our short film festival to hit the internets uh, is happening. And uh, right now we're taking submissions and uh, submissions are ending in a couple of weeks. So uh, if you got a short film, you know someone with the short film, if you're associated with a short film, head over to filmfreeway.com backslash Movie Toast, the festival, or just search Movie Toast, the festival over on Film Freeway and uh, shoot us your stuff. We got a lot of good stuff right now, but boy, oh boy, do we have a little opening if you want to slide on in there. If you got something cool, uh, that's going to be happening in December. So you got to get your shorts in. Yes, yes. Uh, in the next two weeks, please, please do. Uh, and as we love watching your stuff that we do, we had a great time last year and I'm very much looking forward to doing oh, it. Again this year. Uh, maybe it's not you. That's the filmmaker, but you know, someone hit them up on social, send them some links over, uh, feed them over the information they need. Cause uh, we are over there too on Instagram, Facebook, all across the board movie under at movie underscore toast. Uh, please search for us there. We are also over on YouTube at movie toast news and reviews where we got some fun little, bits of video there for you to check out some interviews and some silly things we've done mm. in the past. But uh, if you want to stay up to date and uh, on Twitter, don't forget Twitter. That is where Adam lives. Oh, that's that's, uh, uh, that's where we live. Um, Maybe not right now. Got a new job, so I'm not there as much as I, I used to be, but uh, we'll see. But, yeah. Still going to be posting there the most. Yes, we'll, we'll be around. Posting don't you posting. worry. That's right. Uh, yeah, folks, let it, let us know if you got a film or, or another movie that we should be checking out to review on the show. Please reach out to us and let yeah. us know. But say you're just yeah. too damn busy, and oh no, sounds like Adam, you got mm-hmm. what else you got? No, no, I think think they think we're both going to the same area almost. Uh, if if you listen to the show, you like the show, you dislike the show, you think there's room for improvements. Uh, if you think there's room for accolades, uh, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a honest review of what you think about the show. We'd love to hear your feedback, and we'd love to improve the show for you. Absolutely, and uh, the least least of all, you fine folks could be doing. Please stay toasty. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of sad. Christopher Walken wasn't in any of these movies today. Like, I bet he had some good insight on some of those films. He might have been a little busy this week, but we'll have to see if he makes an appearance uh, in the next he, episode or two. He's been sitting on too many. I, I, I honestly am wondering if he's doing all right after he sat on a hypodermic needle a few weeks ago. Haven't really heard much from his camp, and normally he's he's heading over here talking to us. So. uh Please true. get well soon. This is true. I'm sure yeah. he's having a good trip, whatever it was he he got into. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet he's been on some great trips, and uh, he, he's not afraid of a little hypodermic action. Maybe maybe he's a superhero now. That'd be something. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to uh, stop talking now. <laughs>